0: What's up, beautiful people? Thank you for tuning in into another episode. How are you doing today, my love?
1: I'm great. How are you?
0: I can't complain. Today's topic is creepy tales of interdimensional travel.
1: Nice. Um. So, interdimensional hypothesis was originally created by Jacques Vallée. Um, excuse the pronunciation. Um, and it states that unidentified flying objects or related events that involve visitations from other realities or dimensions that coexist exists separately alongside our own. Um So another word for it would be ultra terrestrial. Mm-hmm. So there are things that are beyond Earth's reality.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's um. from... What I've heard is like the earliest theories that um, there's like secret portals or wormholes that lead to different realities that's like infinite. Like you can go anywhere, Hmm. you know, any different reality where it may be people who are similar to us, but a lot more different or the world. And, and another reality is uninhabitable, and it might be still like dinosaurs and stuff during that reality
1: so you definitely believe that they are humans or creatures in a parallel dimension or universe
0: yes i think I think the the I think it could be a infinite situation like anything is possible mm-hmm. like there's no limit to what reality what no it's no limit to what dimensions are out there
2: i
1: think about um like histories tales or just different stories about religion Mm -hmm. what if these stories come from the interaction of human beings with other beings Mm
2: -hmm.
1: from other universes that are capable of flying that are capable of you know casting spells or doing things that we don't necessarily have the ability to do here but Mm. what if there was back in the day a way for people to interact or like reach different dimensions or like enter into different portals and come back
0: like doors Mm -hmm. there was a show i used to watch um called stargate if you haven't heard or seen it Mm -hmm. check it out but it's basically um these ancient aliens developed this like door, this pathway to different realities or different places in space. And they were just like, it was like a a lock that you put a code in mm-hmm. and whenever whatever code that you put in, it takes you to a different place. And um, these people would put in different codes or different times and they would travel to these different places which is a very interesting science fictional uh, show that
1: people should check out. It is interesting. And I think between there's a been of debate um, that theorists or scientists or ufologists have always kind of went back and forth on Mm -hmm. was if is it actually extraterrestrial beings that we're witnessing or like should be discovering or should it be the ultra terrestrials or the Mm -hmm. interdimensional theories of things mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: because they could be creatures or humans that are living amongst us but in different spaces yeah so um yeah there's just a whole debate in like what if it's not a ufo what if it's just like somebody that's entering our portal
0: or not even leaving our reality it could be like things that we can't even comprehend or see mm-hmm. because we're not open to that you know certain spectrums of light that we can't see with our naked eye you know,
1: what possibility do you think you're open to? Do you think you're open to the possibilities of there being UFOs or the possibility of dimensions or all of it? Like, do you believe in everything? All of the
0: above, all of the above. I think all of that is possible, but it to me is it, it would just be like extremely hard because space is um, for a UFO to, to travel through space. You know, um, unless they're like a super advanced civilization because there's so much space in between planets. You know, it'd take light years from one civilization to get to another one.
1: Yeah, like I, like I was kind of getting um, or sharing in the previous episode when we were talking about UFOs. I do not believe that we're alone in this world. you right. But to the extent of whether it is like creatures from this planet or space... Um, there's still a very gray area for me and I'm still open into reading or discovering other people's thoughts on it to kind of get an idea of like (laughs) what side that I would support mostly, but it could be everything. It could be like no stories came out of somebody's behind Mm -hmm. and it actually came from factual stories. Mm -hmm. But like the game telephone, I keep referencing that over time, the story changes. So it could either be filtered or like diluted so much that the truth of the matter is lost, but the story is continued.
0: yeah, I just find it strange that a lot of different societies from all over like the the globe would have like similar stories
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know um the the Dogon people in um, South Sudan talk about aliens visitation then you got some um, Mayan stories that pretty much talk about the similar situations or even stories in India about people traveling through dimensions or riding on flying carpets aka uh, UFOs like
1: and there's evidence of that prior to letters and alphabets and language and words where people were depicting it on rocks so it's like can we just say that it's made up if there's been evidence of something right. <laughs> being present
0: from thousands of years ago? Um, but before we get into that, let's uh, quickly talk about the news topic. In today's news, Deja Kelly, um, she raised more than one thousand. Excuse me, one hundred thousand in 24 hours for Las Vegas women facing eviction. Hmm. Um, Deja Kelly was facing eviction and didn't know what to do or how she was going to pay her back rent. Uh, a day later, thanks to strangers, more than 100000 has been raised so far. Um, on Tuesday, Kelly sat on her couch um, with her last piece of uh, furniture in her apartment and wondered how she was going to basically pay for her rent.
1: In what city? Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. Las Vegas, How many Nevada. people can you pay off for rent if it's $100,000 in Las Vegas?
0: I don't think Las Vegas is that expensive. It's not expensive. I yeah. would
1: assume because it's perfect weather. It's right, right next to like scenery or... Right. So I'm just wondering I think
0: it's pretty cheap Like taxes or something like that hmm. So rent's probably like No more than a thousand dollars A month
1: So how many people <laughs> that's, That'd be interesting to know For the full year Yeah That's dope
0: That could be a couple years If you just pay a, a few people mm-hmm. But um Yeah I just thought To add that in there Just for some good news
2: That's great news
0: Instead of all this craziness That's going on Um yeah, but before we get into our main topic, let's take a break for our sponsors.
1: Black Velvet is proud to sponsor Creative Habits Podcast. Black Velvet is a black owned family business providing skincare products, handmade, intentional, and designed to nurture the skin and body. Lather in luxury with our signature Black Velvet Shea Butter. Our base is raw shea infused with essential oils and vitamins to revive and enhance your natural skin's glow. We offer unisex options and a grooming kit to ensure quick and essential groom for daily application for any occasion or season. Try our Beard Gang Kit collection, perfect for a man on the go with notes of barbershop orange and essential oils to protect and nurture your beard growth. Visit us on Etsy at shop black velvet, or follow us on Instagram by black velvet.
0: And we are back. So you were um, telling me about this story of this guy
1: that came from the country Tureg.
0: So I where, where did one? you where did you hear that story from?
1: Oh, you know, I just um. <laughs> I've been on TikTok for the past five months now and most of the videos that I watch are conspiracy theory based thanks to the person that I'm dating and um, so it popped up and I was just like what? Um, So They tell the story of this guy who's um, half Japanese and half French and he goes to Japan for something. But um, he shows up. Well, they think he's half Japanese, half half French. Mm-hmm. But he shows up um, and he's talking about that he came from a country called Tourette. Yeah. Is it Tourette? Am I pronouncing or it? Or Tourette. Tourette. Yeah. So um, the people at the counter are like, what are you talking about? There's no country called Tourette. So... He's like, no, there's definitely a country and they were going back and forth. And eventually they were like, OK, well, just show us where this country is on the map. Yeah. And so he kept pointing to somewhere that was um, near Andorra. And he, he's like, but I don't know. Like, that's where it should be, mm-hmm. but that's not what it says it is. So the guys are just like, well, we need to ask you some questions because clearly this is not a real passport. And this man is like, no. So the passport, passport had Tourette on it. The passport had Torrid as a country. Yeah, yeah. And he was trying to convince the people at customs that that was the case, but they didn't believe him and were thinking that he was having a shady
2: mm-hmm.
1: passport. And this happened in 1954, so they didn't have cameras <laughs> to trace back or like you know show the story of this man. But anyway, fast forward, they ended up putting him in a hotel to check his credentials Mm. and as they're checking they still can't find this country by the time they go back to customs to let the men know we didn't find your country he was gone
0: just disappeared
1: he just vanished that's the quote-unquote what i think is the urban legend which you think is a man that came from a different dimension
0: i don't know what to think (laughs) i wasn't there but i just find it interesting you Mm know um What's the lady who the first woman who flew over the Atlantic? Amelia Earhart. Mm-hmm. What um, about? there was an instance. I don't quote me. I will probably get this story wrong. Where she flew over um the Bermuda, the Bermuda Triangle. You ever heard the Buma- Bermuda heard Triangle? I've heard
1: so many stories about the Bermuda Triangle.
0: Right. So. Her last flight that she, that she was seen on was flying over the Bermuda Triangle. Um, really? Yeah, everything was that. going pretty well until she got to that area, and all of a sudden, all communication stopped, and she didn't get to her destination. Like she just disappeared, and the they went to they went to go search for her, and they couldn't find a single trace or even the um. what was that plane was it Singapore it was a plane that flew over the Bum- like recently
1: oh I didn't hear about the recent instance of a plane going Not Bum-
0: well it was probably like a couple years ago I forget which Asian continent but they never found the plane you know it flew over a certain area of the ocean and it just totally disappeared no trace i
1: do believe though that nowadays um they make it a point to avoid the bermuda triangle like you're right. not supposed to even ships fly over that area even really ships, ships you even ships
0: disappear over there hmm. you know
1: it's things like a whirlpool of something like that right. taking people to another right right some um, type of
0: pocket of time and yeah. you were telling me about um a plane where People just lost time, they got on a right, plane. Right,
1: so now there's. I, I want us to watch it. Um, bec- it's apparently based on this conspiracy theory, and it's called Manifest. Right. Where um, some passengers flew on a plane going from point A to point B, but that plane gets lost. And then maybe 30 years later, it shows up.
0: 30 years later. Right with the same outfits from 30 Apparently years ago with the
1: same people I don't know with the same outfits but the story is or the urban legend is or the factual <laughs> events that took place um, state that these people probably went to a different dimension and mm-hmm. ended up coming back into reality yeah. years later when they felt like they were gone for only a couple of hours
0: right right. yep. Yeah. I, I just find it interesting. Maybe they got caught up into, um, you know, how when you're, I guess, swimming in the ocean or a stream or something like that, and you get caught up in, like, rabbits or something, maybe it's, like, a reverse effect where instead of time moving, like, at its regular place pace, it slows down, like, dramatically.
1: I can... That's kind of what I was thinking would probably happen, where in different dimensions or different um, spaces or places, time would either speed itself up or slow itself down. Right. Or have a steady pace like we're meant to believe. But who's to say there is actually time in our space? We see day and night, but it's like society tells us that there's a time frame, you know. Mm -hmm. That one o'clock is one (laughs) o'clock and 8 a.m. is 8 a.m. But what if we actually. There is no sense of time, but it's hard to say that because we do age, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like we we you see progressive changes in people as they age. Right. So there has to be time.
0: Right. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. There was a film do you remember this film that we watched that um where these um kids or teenagers got trapped in this hole, and the regular world outside of this hole was like moving at its regular pace, mm-hmm. but when they got stuck in it, um time was moving like extremely fast, right. like the days will every time they look at the sun, the days will be, just be zooming mm-hmm. by boom, 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 boom and um. They went further into this cave and they started seeing like people from different time periods, like people in Roman attire, people in like Western attire mm-hmm. fighting each other. And the deeper they got, the slower time went. And what for if them. that's
1: the case? Like the dimensions are present, past, future. What hasn't come and what's already, you know?
0: Hm. Mm, that's interesting.
1: So like we all have you know, like you were mentioning, there could be people building building pyramids in the diff- in a different dimension. Yeah. But it's in the past, whereas we have yet to see the future. But what if another dimension is the future, and we're or stuck what in between?
0: If, what if the past, the future, and the present is all on one same plane?
1: Like Alan once said.
0: <laughs> yeah, like what if all of it is just on. Like one string. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean?
1: Like a timeline.
0: Like a timeline.
1: So you can fast forward or rewind any time point in the timeline. Exactly.
0: Wouldn't that be something else?
1: So in actuality, if you were to go to a different dimension, if there was a theory of the timeline, you can go to a different dimension and completely shift everything. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't change the timeline.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Cause or what if you
0: go back to a certain point in time we just spitball you go back into a certain point in time like every one of your decisions creates a new reality because, so yeah you, so if you go back and do the opposite of a, like a, a really important decision that you made in life like, wouldn't that create a new reality, a new dimension
1: if you change It would probably cause that? a ripple effect if it's on that same plane. hmm mm-hmm. Do you think we'll ever have the answers? Like, in our lifetime, do you believe that at some point we will find the answer to the question that lies? Are they UFOs? Do we live in, you know, multiple, multiple universes Mm -hmm. or interdimensional spaces? I hope so.
0: (laughs) I mean, they're slowly feeding us this information, you know. And why? And then all of a sudden, these rich people are going to the moon and to the outer outer atmosphere and stuff like that. And
1: why? Like, you Mm -hmm. know, if there's always a reason for something... Why are they now giving us a lot of information that was considered to be a myth in the past?
0: Right. Or to be honest, if if I had Jeff Bezos money or Elon Musk money, I'll build a time machine or try.
2: Hmm.
0: Why not? I got this money. I could see if I can do it.
1: What if they already are? (laughs) Right. It's not like we'll ever know.
0: Hmm. Let's talk about another one. Um, Carol Chase McKinley.
1: That's not familiar to me. What's that about?
0: Um, In 2006, Carol Chase was driving from Paris, California, back to her home in San Bernardo. Excuse me. She claimed. San Bernardino. Yeah, that one. She claimed she decided to stop in her hometown of Riverside and it didn't take long however for Carol to realize that it wasn't the right town although the geographical location was correct she claims she couldn't find her childhood home or those of her other family members in fact she didn't recognize any of the houses even though all the numbers were still correct even the cemetery where her grandparents were buried was just a fenced in lot full of overgrown weeds. Um, was she simply in the wrong town? Um, this would be a strong theory that she not found a, a landmark or something that was familiar to her, such as a college or a middle school. However, her relief in finding something recognizable was short-lived as she soon noticed the eerie vibe surrounding the Riverside residents who were walking around. She soon left afraid to approach any of these sinister beings. Carol believes she had stumbled upon a parallel dimension in which Riverside was a much darker place. Her story can't be confirmed, um, because when she returned to Riverside a few years ago later, for her father's funeral, it had been reverted back to the town she know she knew as a child. She never encountered the alternate dimension Riverside again.
1: Hmm. What if she was like a traumatic situation happened where she forgot? Forgot? Like she kind of forgot where she was at. Hmm. A story like that is funny because it's like that kind of happened to me before. Not that I thought that was in a different dimension, but leaving a space for years and coming back to it and not recognizing it. Like you have that eeriness where you're like, I thought this was here, but it's not. You know, like it's kind of like, yeah, I felt that before, but never really questioned like, you know if I'm in a different space. For example, I used to go to London every year um, as a kid, like literally every single year, and then it came to a point in my teen years where I stayed here, and then um, when I went to college, I went back to London, and most of the things that I knew at the back of my head, it was unrecognizable to me. It was different? It was different, but it was just like, I know I've been down this road, why isn't it taking me to the other, like, you know? Park or the section that i'm I was I knew from the back of my head, like everything was just looking kind of backwards lopsided and backwards, mm-hmm. <laughs> where before it was you know very clear where where my surroundings were, but because also the experience of the neighborhood changing kind of like gentrification, where mm-hmm. things change slightly and then it throws you off completely, like where am I <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: so I feel you i. I think I've got the opposite of that. Like, deja vu. Like, going somewhere that I've never been before, but it feels really, like really? familiar. Yeah. And like, damn, I, I think I've done this before. I think I've been here before, but I've never been there before in my life.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? Maybe in your past life.
0: Or maybe in maybe another in part of it. Dimension. Yeah, another part <laughs> of me in another dimension. <laughs> you know? It's, I just find that story interesting, because... I don't know, I'm, I'm 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 open, you know.
1: It's good to be open because there are no wrong answers, I
0: feel right. like. like anything could happen. Mm-hmm. She could have possibly just walked through a door or some type of fabric that was thin enough for her to travel to a, a different dimension that was similar. Wouldn't but that be
1: loopy? Like you accidentally drove into a different mm-hmm. <laughs> space mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you're like, Oh my God.
0: But I don't think it's like a constant thing. I think like, depending on what time of the day, what position the planet is in, um, where the stars are at, like everything has to align in order for you to walk into this different reality.
1: If you're mentioning that, we can go back to like the kids in Zimbabwe who Mm -hmm. saw the UFO. Mm -hmm. Maybe there was a shift happening And because it was so temporary, it could have been like they kind of had an encounter with a different dimension rather than UFOs. Right. Because they also said like time kind of like stopped for them. Mm -hmm. And the only way that they could have conversations was through telepathic communication.
0: Mm. I think a lot of those like more advanced dimensions or peoples or whatever you want to call them it's like it's just like you're you're me without glasses you know what i mean like we can see but we can't see well we can't see clearly we can't see clearly but those more advanced civilizations have like the best glasses on ever and they can see everything every dimension every reality in time like they can they can see it clearly
1: but if they were from, let's say, the future, like we were saying, we were on the same plane and they're seeing it play up, like leading to their yeah, future yeah, they're yeah. trying to shift yeah. the narrative, perhaps that that's kind of what they're doing with us or with the kids in Zimbabwe they, and they were telling them that you have to shift the way that you're treating the planet.
2: Mm-hmm. Or, or we won't be here. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
1: Or right. we'll be little, you know, little people in black suits.
0: Yeah.
1: Maybe they have masks on, you know? Instead of those suits, they had like a full hazmat suit, but it mm-hmm. was black. Mm
2: hmm. Mm hmm.
1: Because they couldn't, you know, exist in just plain skin.
0: That's really weird. That's really weird, you know? I often think about like, if I did make other decisions, like, where would I be at now? You know, instead of going like Sula high school, if I went to Roosevelt High School and took up sign language, that sign I'd language course. I'd be
1: doing something completely different. Completely different. I or probably, if I never left Zimbabwe, like right. what would I be doing?
0: Like I would have probably never been in the art field or, or photography field. And
1: that's a good question. Like even if you're in a different space and time, does your mission change? Mm -hmm. Will your mission always be like, okay, are you more inclined to be creative? Like, Is your personality different?
2: Mm -hmm.
1: What kind of qualities are maintained and which ones are completely different?
0: That's what I think. That's what I think a small fraction of these other dimensions are. The people who are us, but make totally different decisions that we've made you know do
1: you think those beings like have different intuitions like are more sensitive less sensitive you know what I mean like do like do we I think it's a, spectrum. it's a spectrum
0: yeah I think it's a spectrum I think it's like I said it's, it's infinite possibilities you know we can make infinite decisions in a day mm-hmm. you know and it's a spectrum In one dimension we can be Um, billionaires or something trillionaires or something you know we could be actors whatever like anything is possible and a lot of it too is our environment like our environment influences our, our decisions
2: yeah
1: It's, it's very interesting to me because I'm I also like think about how heavily you can feel energy, mm-hmm. and so like I'm trying to figure out how to get into a different dimension. Like mm-hmm. how you know how much of your energy is supposed to exude into being open to that, or like what type of people are selected or chosen to just pop into some dimension, or like you know like. How vulnerable can you be to just mm. accidentally end up somewhere else?
0: Are they selected or does it just happen?
1: That's what I'm saying. I don't know because yeah. I, right now in modern day, I haven't heard very much stories mm-hmm. about people stepping into different dimensions and having, you know, a huge conversation about it. Yeah. I don't know. Just out of curiosity. I'm just like, what What does it take to just be mm. there? You wouldn't be curious. like. <laughs> you I like would love to figure it out. But I don't
0: want to get stuck anywhere like super negative. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, what in the hell is going on? It's like, I don't know, World War Four or something and everything is like in shambles. I don't want to be in that type of situation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, I got one last one for you. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of the Montauk Project?
1: Mm, Explain. I don't think so.
0: Um, Based out of an abandoned Air Force radar station on the eastern end of Long Island, the Montauk Project was a series of top secret United States government experiments following the Philadelphia Experiment. Mm -hmm. So basically, the Philadelphia Experiment was... um, scientists were working on like interdimensional technology and they were on this ship and the ship phased out like it disappeared they turned on their whatever machine that they had and they went to another dimension and when they came back like it was like super tragic like some people were like stuck in the walls Mm -hmm. like heads decapitated legs like everything just Whatever they did didn't work like it worked, but it didn't. But um, after the Philadelphia project, um, the purpose was to create technology to render ships invisible to radar detection. In 1943, project um, was almost too much of a success as the USS uh, Elridge supposedly went literally invisible f- before being teleported into a- another dimension which which was what i was talking about eventually reappearing off the coast of norfolk virginia because many of the crew died when the project went wrong and those who didn't were driven to the brink of inside insanity official funding for the philadelphia experiment was pulled however scientists and military officials were fascinated with the experiment's result and wanted to continue exploring the possibility of teleportation and interdimensional travel. So the Montauk project was launched in 1960, headed by Dr. Von Neurom. The Montauk project was focused on examining the psychological changes of those who traveled through dimensions and determining why the Philadelphia experiment was such a disaster, despite its achievements in teleportation. According to their theories, humans are born with a time reference point that is linked to the um, electromagnetic fields of the unique electromagnetic fields unique to this earth and dimension so um we we vibrate at a certain frequency that matches the earth so if we go to another earth that vibrates at a different frequency it basically messes us up um this is why such a dramatic jump to another dimension dimensional plane was detrimental to so many of the crew causing insane insanity and death during the Montauk project experiments?
1: So I haven't like read a lot about how technology and science works in terms of like technology, so bear with me. Mm -hmm. Why do you think there are things that are planted like seeds within us? For example, how did someone figure out that you can rewind Play, pause, and fast forward something. Mm. What if these were the failures of trying to Do attempt else. into finding out how to time travel or mm. move into another dimension? Again, I may sound like <laughs> a little bit ignorant or not, you know, read enough information about scientific whatevers, but it's just my theory and thinking like we have so much access to quote unquote magic. Mm. like things that were considered impossible in our past that because of human advancement and human like experimentation we're capable of being able to have like a tube that we watch through and see other things happening Mm. like all of this stuff that we have now can you imagine like Explaining this to somebody in 1930s,
0: they would throw stones at us or put us or think that
1: oh laugh at us like that's impossible. Mm -hmm. But even the fact that when we were kids and there was like the Supernova Girl shows or like shows where you can kind of see people in holograms and Mm -hmm. it's just like oh man that would be so cool. But now it's like our norm. We got FaceTime, we have Zoom, we have all these things where we thought it was impossible. But it's like, what if those are like the little little things that they feed us so little that when nuggets. we're capable or when they're actually have
2: mm-hmm.
1: improved getting into that point of dimension then it becomes a norm for us yep. or they probably figured it out, but have hasn't figured out how to monetize something like
0: Absolutely. that.
1: Absolutely. Because going to another dimension, another portal, you must need money. It's like mm-hmm. going, you know, taking a flight from a one large, place to another. A
0: large amount of our taxes go to these like dark budgets you know what I mean like we pay 60 cent out of every dollar Explain that we that make
1: budget. like experiments or something
0: whatever mm-hmm. whatever they want to research or try you know some of it goes to the military like a small percentage but a lot of it is unaccounted for Um, the government I think maybe 10 15 years ago was audited by, um, I guess the U.S. Another form of the government, and then it was like over six trillion dollars that was unaccounted for, it. and they didn't have any explanation or any excuse why it was it was gone.
1: And then, how did unclassified documents become classified, and vice versa? Vice versa. So remember when we were talking about UFOs and they were unclassified documents of extraterrestrial things. Mm -hmm. What if it's just like now because it's become a norm, we can put out the information but wait until you see what we got for you. You know, Mm -hmm. like, I feel like the moment people start to talk about or ask questions about something, that's when they'll give us a little bit. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: But it it probably isn't a big a deal as to what, they've seen or what it's capable
0: of or even make a mockery out of it like right. the movies that we've watched mm-hmm. like they're coming out with a lot of like factual ufo evidence and people don't really give a shit you know what i mean like people it's, it's not on the news on a 24-hour cycle like black lives matter or this that and the third of somebody getting killed B- ufo on the news should be a big fucking deal like other life outside of this planet should be a big deal.
1: It's, it's difficult when you compare that to our quote unquote everyday lives. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we're on the surface of like we can't even pay rent, you know what I'm saying? Like we can't even do regular things. So to even think about something like UFOs, it's like who wants to talk about that when we're distracted about
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the
1: surface, like the you know the main things that are in our everyday lives. I, I totally get what you're saying. But I also see where other people are coming from. Like, fuck the UFOs. I'm just trying to live.
0: Okay. And I so know. All the motherfuckers <laughs> come down here like independence thing and blow up some <laughs> shit. And then y'all gonna be like... Or um, what was that movie? The Martians? You remember that?
1: Mm-hmm. I do.
0: And they were, like, totally tearing stuff up.
1: And they were ugly. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Like, I think about how we all reacted when... COVID <laughs> started or you know not the questions I'm just talking about people's reactions that's to how that's how, stay uh, indoors right nobody like wanted to do it until it was like damn near martial law yeah. you cannot go outside
0: it's, it's just weird to me like people react to the like the bare minimum things and take all the toilet paper and food off the shelves, but when it comes to aliens and life outside of our solar system, it doesn't get take it doesn't get what would taken you do? Seriously. What if
1: there was an article that was saying the aliens are coming? <laughs> what would you do?
0: We would have to go somewhere. I don't know, but I'm so conditioned to believe that they're going to come here and colonize shit because that's all I see in the movies or on TV.
1: And it could be the exact opposite. Like they wanted nothing to do with us and just were, you know, traveling around. Mm -hmm. But obviously how our society works, they have to insert themselves into whatever to figure out how to control it. Mm. Like maybe it's like legit the opposite. And they're like Avatar, that film. The blue creatures. Yeah. And they just want to live home <laughs> and enjoy themselves. Peacefully. Probably what happened to mermaids. Probably what happened to people, you know, below sea level. Like, do you know that it's completely impossible to, like, reach the bottom of the surface? It's too much pressure. It just keeps going down.
0: It's too much pressure.
1: There has to be life there, too.
0: Yeah. And there's um another theory that we probably won't get into, but you ever heard of, like, the hollow earth j- theory. Explain. Well, the hollow earth theory, Um, I forget, it was this American pilot who flew over the um, North Pole and mm-hmm. see like a, seen like an extremely huge hole.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: he flew the plane down there and seen like this old, seen like this like small earth with its own ecosystem. Like it had light down there from the sun um,
1: he flew there and was able to, like, live?
0: Yeah, he flew down there. Hmm. And he, like, seen, like, all this, like, s- different things, like, different people um, that didn't look like us. And we still seen like, dinosaurs and stuff like that. And um, he came back out and tried to tell everybody, but the government silenced him. And was like, shut the hell up. Don't talk about that.
1: So he never went back and no one ever tried? Mm-mm. Would you try if you were a pilot?
0: Hell (laughs) no. I don't don't even know. No, thank you. No, thank you.
1: And maybe that's people's stance on things. Like, what if they are curious and just as concerned as you are about extraterrestrial or ultra-terrestrial beings, but it's like you're fearful because a lot of people don't like to have conversations about that based off of the repercussions Mm. or the circumstances of even trying to investigate on your own. Yeah, it's scary.
0: I, I can see that. It's a lot. It's it's just interesting to think about. You know, we probably will never figure it out, but Mm-mm. everything is just super interesting to think and talk about.
1: Yeah, it's nice to know how stuff works, or to at least try to understand.
0: Hmm. So you think the alien is going to take over or not?
1: I think they want nothing to do with us, and they're just curious yeah like if you find a place they probably think what we think wow these human you know they're probably calling us aliens and Mm -hmm. like we just want to see what they're doing
0: yeah or they're probably looking at us like these dirty (laughs) motherfuckers
1: right have no clue what's (laughs) going to happen to them in the future Mm -hmm. who knows but I, i i don't think it's that i think it's innocent i don't think it's portrayed like we see in the media I think what we see in the media is portrayed that way so that we could be fearful of something that's new and different
2: mm-hmm.
1: as they've always done in in previous history with things where be fearful of the blacks because they're dark-skinned yeah. and you know strong and mighty but it's just like we were the complete opposite we wanted nothing to do with people but maybe trade here and there
0: yeah i had a conversation recently um with this person i just met out on this shoot Mm -hmm. and um she's from south sudan and you know she her people are the dogon people Mm -hmm. and they have stories of aliens that go back thousands of years like many generations and she was telling me that her friend um had a visitation by one of these people wow and they were tall. They basically looked like South Sudanese people, like, extremely tall, lanky. Mm. Like, but their technology was, like, super advanced. You know what I mean? And that got me thinking, like, what if this is, like, the this planet right here was just, like, a truck stop for, like, many different civilizations to come down, mm. visit, you know, have a drink of water you know and then go about their business eat at the restaurant and then roll out you know what I mean Hmm.
1: that's an interesting theory or that's an interesting story because if someone has actually traveled and has evidence of that Mm -hmm. then you know it is what it is that I'm I'm thinking because I'm like would we be the less advanced (laughs) Mm
0: mm-hmm Mm -hmm.
1: Or what, like, where will we be on the scale of advancement?
0: I mean, outside of, like, the government, us as a society, we're not really doing anything (laughs) spectacular, you know what I mean? We're not traveling through dimensions, time, and space just for the fun of it.
1: But what if these advanced beings are descendants of a specific race? Mm Mm-hmm. Just saying. (laughs)
0: Oh, not even? Yeah, shit probably. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Hmm.
1: You got anything else?
0: That's all I got. You got anything else?
1: No, that's all I
2: got.
0: Mm, Here is your quote of the day. If you don't have anything to live for, you best have something to die for. Tupac Shakur. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment. Um, don't forget to comment, please, especially on Apple uh, Podcasts. It really helps get the message and us out there. But other than that, have a
2: good day, folks. We love you. Peace.